I want to save opening my wine, which is going to be real embarrassing. I think it's a twist top. It looks like it has the twisty. They don't do like the twist cap and a cork, right? They don't do those together, right? No. Okay, so it should be a twister. Because <laughs> um, I can't uncork wine. That's fine. <laughs> we don't even have a corkscrew. And um, for the last episode we did with wine, Tom used a screw and pliers. <laughs> <laughs> so real quick, I do actually have written up a um an intro but again since I wrote all of this while drunk <laughs> I can <laughs> I can already see some issues because I'm doing it on my computer not my phone so my computer tells me when stuff doesn't like make sense but my phone doesn't <laughs> so I can send it to you if you want or you sure. can just We'll, we'll preface it with the fact that it was written while drunk. Question, <laughs> 13% alcohol a lot? Is what? 13% alcohol a lot? Because this smells really strong. Yeah. Because like, remember, we talked about this 13.9% is when it's, no, 14% is when it's no longer considered wine. It's legit hard liquor. So that's like, <laughs> yeah, mine is 7.5. <laughs> Look how tiny this is. So I, this cup is that full and the bottle's down here now. <laughs> I mean, so, half a, a glass of this is half a bottle of wine. Like, true. So this is Korean blackberry wine, which is apparently really popular. And I've never had it before, but apparently Korean liquor is strong. So I bought soju, like plum soju, which looks like it looks like a soda bottle, a little bit bigger than a soda bottle. And <laughs> I was just going to drink the whole thing. And then I was watching a show and they were talking about how strong it was. And I was like, I almost made a mistake. <laughs> so I that started, I only awesome brought this one upstairs because I think that they're both going to be really strong. If I have to go get more, I can. But I think you're supposed to share this with people. That makes sense. Because isn't that what they normally do? They buy like a bottle like we do when we go out to Midtown and then they share it. Okay, so I saw your face. We're going to need to add it to the list of stuff for us to drink when we're together. It's good. It smells strongly of alcohol, but it has this really good like sweet raspberry flavor. Because normally with wine, I can never taste the fruity flavors, right? It's just sweet or not sweet. This is a yeah, super same. strong raspberry flavor and I really like it. I'm kind of excited about this one. So it's a Moscato. I got it because one, my mom was buying alcohol for me. And two, it's called Seven Daughters. And I'm pretty sure that the Pleiades is Seven Daughters, which just kind of works together. Could but be totally wrong on that. Uh, the the yeah. constellation? Yeah, it says Seven Daughters is the name of it. But I'm like, I'm pretty sure the Pleiades. Seven sisters, but maybe that's just like, depends on how you translate it. Yeah. But I got it because I was standing there and I was like, I need a sweet wine. Moscato's sweet, right? We're right there at Schnooks. And it's from Italy. So that was my only qualifiers for it. But this sounds delicious. It says... <sighs> Where does it say it? It's pear and honey. <laughs> I will tell you. It? I will tell you with Moscato... The more you pay for it, the sweeter it will be. 
At least that's the way uh-huh. it's been my experience. Like if you get the barefoot Moscato versus the $13 Moscato, whatever brand it, it says is. This is number one in restaurants. So apparently it's a really good brand. I think it was like 15 bucks, but it says slightly sweet floral aroma of peach and honey. It's peach and honey. So. I read the description of this and it told me to drink it for my health because it's good for my heart and liver. <laughs> and blackberry antioxidants. <laughs> this is for health benefit yeah so I'm gonna be really sad if I don't like this and if I don't like this I think I have some mini shot bottles I'm gonna have to go and grab because I drank the rest of my wine (laughs) through that just suck it up and do it (laughs) I mean I did drink the rest of my St. James which was really sweet so like I feel like this is gonna one not be sweet enough but two I'm already like a a half a bottle in so this is strong. I thought pre-gaming when I am the host made the most sense. Yeah. I'll also tell you, you're supposed to drink this wine out of like little cups. The little sake <laughs> cups. Yeah. Bigger though. But like the Korean shot glasses are somewhere in between a sake cup and our shot glasses. And oh, like okay. you're supposed to sip it. And I'm like here over here. That's why it's like a small bottle. I'm over here with this giant glass. Like, I can already feel it in my cheeks. Uh... When I stood up to grab the little stand for my light, I was like, ooh, the world is shifting. <laughs> well, All I it do takes have... is half a bottle of 7.5% alcohol, and I'm... We're going to have to go to Wudan, which is this Korean barbecue place down the street, and we'll have to get soju from there. Do they have veggies? I'm sure they do. Like, they have, um, they have like, a tofu soup, and they have a... Um, what was it called bean paste soup like in korean food you often have more vegetables than you do meat and like not bean curd it wasn't bean curd it was a bean paste bean paste yeah that actually sounds really good i'd prefer that over probably the kimchi soup i'm not a fan of the i don't like the fermented stuff (laughs) yeah the sounded really good I don't drink the beer and stuff. I don't like fermented stuff. It's I weirdly do. <laughs> I pickled is where I'm at. I'm not about that fermentation process. Nah, it's not for everyone. Oolong no, tea is partially not. fermented. What? Oolong tea is partially fermented. I know wine is also, I believe, technically fermented as well, which is why I'm like, wine is about the most that I can handle. I don't really drink beer because I don't like the, the fermented taste. We just need a day where we're able to be in person and all we do is like bring our favorite little liquors and try them. And snacks, because I realized I have to host this episode, which means that I can't have snacks. (laughs) And I am already a snacker, as we know, but when I drink, it's even worse. Oh, it's bad. Yeah. I eat lots of food when I drink, which is already bad because, you know, alcohol is super high in calories and then you add in all the snacks and I'm like. I I made the distinct decision today to have my meat for the week because I knew I was going to be drinking. So I went to Subway and got me a sub because I was like, I need the carbs. I need the meat. I'm going to drink a lot. Fish. I hope it it counts. I I can't have meat today. I'm doing good. I plan this out. Um, where should I put my phone?
I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Did you send me the stuff? Do what? Did you send me the script? Yeah. Okay. Ah, found it. Are you recording? <laughs> we need a cover photo of just. <laughs> I know. So I was like, I took some photos and was like, oh, look, it's perfect. <laughs> Are you recording? Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's important. Important stuff. Little. This is really good. It's not like anything I've ever tasted before. So. <clears throat> uh, okay. I should read it first. <laughs> okay. Welcome to Fucked Up Fables. If ruining your childhood is something you enjoy, you've come to the right place. All this month, we are getting fucked up and bringing you some dreams. <laughs> uh, let me preface this by saying we decided to march drunk. So we're going to record all of our episodes drunk. And, and Inky Doo wrote her scripts drunk. She wrote the intro drunk. I just hit the first moment where... Second, it's the second moment. I will read it as written. <laughs> all this month, we are get all this month we are are getting fucked up and bringing you some drunken tales. Go <laughs> along with it. <laughs> so, what drunken tale are you going to tell us today? <laughs> Tomorrow, I want you to go back and read that sentence. <laughs> oh, I know what it looks like. Again, Google Docs on my computer highlight shit for me. <laughs> oh, uh, we're, we're off to a great start. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's, it's beautiful. Also, it has been a terrible day at work, so it's going to feel good to uh, completely unwind. You enjoy that. So... I have apparently claimed mythology, like already established after the first episode, this is what I've been doing pretty much ever since. <laughs> so I thought, as I've said in a couple of episodes leading up to this, that I would talk about the one and only God of drinking himself, our Lord, my Lord and Savior. I'm gonna, I don't know why I say our Lord and Savior. He's, he's the show's Lord and Savior. There we go. Dionysus. But if you're more inclined to the Roman version, his name is Bacchus, which, yes, that is where we get Bacchanalia from. Fun I don't story. think I actually just do what? He's tied to Mardi Gras. Uh, I don't actually talk about Bacchanalias in this <laughs> because that came up afterwards and I was sober and didn't feel like adding it while I was sober. Just throwing out a fun fact. <laughs> fun <laughs> story. Name Bacchus is what's tied to Mardi Gras, but yeah um so as already stated i made the decision to only do the writing and research for this while drunk so it's been a labor of love but i'm sure he would be proud of me so before we jump into any more i want to talk about what we're drinking so i have this bottle it's called you can't even read it seven daughters okay seven daughters right there okay it's been pre-gaming by the way. Okay, yeah, I, I finished off my St. James from The Phantom Part 2 before we started recording so that I could, yeah, already be there. So it's a Moscato, which means that it's sweet. It's apparently peach and honey flavored, and it's from Italy, which is my only qualifiers for this drink. Bravo. 
I'm telling you, I know technically with wine, the more you pay, like doesn't mean anything, but with a Moscato, the more you pay for it, the sweeter it's going to be. I that swear. A weird smell. If you grab one above the $10 mark, you're probably going to get something very sweet. If you get yes. under $10 mark. Bubbles. Bubbles? Oh, I apologize. I'm going to work on volume control today. It has bubbles. Look at that. It's oh, it's a Spumante. Also, look at how much wine it was. <laughs> well, I mean, isn't that a beer glass that you're drinking out of? I don't know what it is. <laughs> I used I to be a bartender for a short period of time in my life. So. Just be glad it's not a pickle jar because I've done that before. Dude, I just usually go straight for the bottle. Well, this is actually really good. It smells horrendous. Don't smell it. If you That's buy the seven dollars, it smelled strong. Yeah, if you buy seven dollars Veneto twenty nineteen Moscato, don't smell it. It smells like shit. But it tastes real good. Lovely. What are you drinking? I decided to go exotic, and I found this ras it's raspberry wine. I think it's technically called. We're gonna test my non-existent Korean here. Myungjak Bokbunja. <laughs> it's imported it. from Korea. It's 13% alcohol in the bottle. And it's, it too smells like a straight alcohol when you open it. But the flavor is like drinking raspberry syrup. That's awesome. It's delicious. I've never had it before. And I'm super excited that I get to try it with this. And I only have this about half full. And this is already half empty, but it is pretty, pretty strong. <laughs> yeah, um, I apologize in advance. This is a very bubbly wine, which I was not prepared for. So it's a spumante. You had to it's choose it from the spumante section. I don't know. You're talking. Spumante is Italian for sparkling. Oh, <laughs> did not know that. And a Moscato um... is a sparkling wine. Uh, maybe that's why I like Moscato's because it's like a nice sweet fake wine. It's a dessert wine, so yeah. You and I like to go wine shopping someday. I freaking love wine. Yeah, we do. We need to have a total wine and more. This is from Schnucks. It's I'm total wine. wine. So there was this place I went to in Florida, and you were able to load money onto a card. And you could go around and scan this card and it would give you a shot of the wines to try before you bought them. And you could just spend your whole afternoon trying different wines. It was anywhere from like 10 cents to a dollar per taste, depending on the price of the wine. Does Total Wine do that? No. But they I've have never a ton seen of people. it anywhere else. They have a ton of, well, so, and I feel like the difference might be, at least for our area, is that in Florida, you can't buy liquor anywhere. You have to buy it at a liquor store. You can't go to like a grocery store and buy liquor. It's oh. only in a grocery store, or it's only in a liquor store, which we have a couple of liquor stores here, like Randall's and stuff is a liquor store and Total Wine, but it's a little bit different in Florida. I did not know that. Yeah, I learned that when we moved up here, uh, my parents were trying to figure out where a liquor store was. And so they were asking people and they had no idea what we were talking about because in Belleville at the time, they didn't have a liquor store. <laughs> they were like, what are you talking about? And they're like, where do you go to buy your alcohol? And they're like, <laughs> go to shop and save or schnooks. It's right. And they're like, you buy liquor at a grocery store? Because it's like 
when you walk into like a Walmart that doesn't sell food, they have that small selection of beers and stuff. Like that's all that they can sell in like grocery stores in Florida is stuff like that. Have you ran across the counties in Illinois that don't sell liquor on Sundays and some that don't sell them on Sundays past six or something I, like that or before 6 p.m.? No, I have never been to a dry city or county. It's not dry. It's just because Sunday is a holy day. Yeah, I think they, can't, they don't, don't sell liquor. A lot of times it's, you can't buy liquor before 6 p.m. on a Sunday or they don't sell liquor at all. On Sunday. I think that still qualifies under a dry city, doesn't it? Where they I have weird laws about their dry. liquor. I thought dry meant you couldn't buy liquor at all. I think it's like all encompassing because I think there's only two versions. It's a dry or a non-dry. So I think like if you have certain like like that, like on a Sunday where you can't buy, it's like Can we call it moist. <laughs> yeah. Moist Belleville is moist, you know. <laughs> Well, we know that SoJ ain't a dry city because that's where everyone goes when St. Louis closes down at 2 a.m. Where do they go? You don't. Do what? Where do they go? SoJ, where the Oz and Pops are? I don't know that is. You've never been at the Oz or Pops nightclub? The, the concert place, Pops? It's right off of Route 3, right before. Like the, the name is kind of ringing a bell, but. Yeah. Pops nightclub. It's right next to the Oz nightclub and the two uh, strip clubs, PTs and something. And then there's um, a gas station and that's it. That's like all that sits on this block. And then everything else is the industrial plants of Soj. Why would I go to a nightclub? <laughs> so the nightclub is whatever, but Pops is where a lot of like rock band, that's, it's a, like a concert hall, a concert venue Been that has a bar. Three concerts in my life. Okay, we need to change that. <laughs> Puddle of Mud, Ludo's Christmas Concert, and Carnival of Madness. <laughs> we need to change that. We go into that some was, concerts. That was back when music played more of a role in my life. I don't, I'm not sure I'm super interested. How what, can it not play a role in your life anymore? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's funny, I'm a musician. Do you think it would? But I mean, like, Outside of like musicals and stuff, because Broadway is near and dear to my heart, but I yeah. literally just made a playlist for my stupid D and D character I'm about to roll up. Okay, how can you not? Music is everywhere. How did I do this? That is what a is drop it? of wine. <laughs> it's saying that we need to get back on topic. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> Alrighty, so now that we know what we're drinking, um, my, where am I? Content warning. I scrolled up and forgot that I scrolled up. <laughs> so, content warning for this episode. I feel like I have some pretty heavy content warnings coming up. I don't know why. So, there is death, child death, torture and dismemberment of an infant, murder, Insanity-driven madness, suicide, copious amounts of drinking and sex, incest, rape, cannibalism, self-mutilation, and lastly, Hera. Hera warning. Hera <laughs> warning. Also, I'm glad to see cannibalism has made it back onto the show. <laughs> and um, it's pretty early on. Like, it's pretty, yeah. Right eating of a baby because you did say child dismemberment. Is that like the veal of humans? 
These are great questions. Can we like ask a cannibal? You know how there's like ask a mortician? Can we like ask a cannibal? <laughs> I love ask a mortician. I'm pretty sure if they went on YouTube, they'd get arrested. <laughs> All righty. Ooh, ooh, let's go ask Ben Shapiro and see what he says. <laughs> oh, had to. I'm sorry. You don't need to apologize. It's Ben Shapiro. No one cares. <clears throat> Alrighty. So I say so way too much, but somebody please comment and let me know some better transitional words in the word so. Okay, thanks. Anyways. Okay. Um, these are all the bad ones they tell you not to say. <laughs> and they are all the ones that I use, except I'm pretty sure I say so like 50 times an episode. So <laughs> you always start off. In the beginning, if you're at the beginning. <laughs> in the beginning, God created, no, okay, so anyways. In the beginning, there was Dionysus, my namesake. <laughs> Not quite. So, 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 so. Dionysus is. So Dionysus is a God that will literally give you a migraine trying to figure out his story. So I've saved you the problem. You're welcome. Took so, so much longer. Yeah. So he has died and been reborn about three separate times. His parentage varies from source to source, and he doesn't actually play a role in any major historic story. Excuse he me. This wine is gonna make me burp. A lot. I apologize. Anyways, so a lot of gods have an interesting parentage, or they don't really play like a role in a major story, but this particular god is a special case, which kind of makes him really fitting for our theme this month. I just love, I love Dionysus. God, he's one of the few good gods, which is saying a lot. <laughs> it's really funny that you say that because I know in Christianity, he was, his image was often demonized. Um, so it's kind of really funny. That you're like, what? I'm going to have to send you the picture to add to this from... <clears throat> I'm gonna have to send you the picture to add to this from Hades because they're the game Hades because the picture that they use to represent Dionysus and the voice that they have is spot on beautiful. Like I, okay, I'm definitely starting that Let's Play series because I cannot get over how beautiful Hades is. So anyways, <laughs> uh, Dionysus is the god of wine, drinking, orgies, religious ecstasy, and madness. And that is not an embellishment. That is literally what he is the god of. Did you say religious ecstasy? I did. Is that like... <laughs> ecstasy because of religion like when like when you have sex in the name of god no I or think is that like religion just is so joyous to you I, I, yeah, I think it's kind of a little bit more the second one like religious ecstasy like when you like how, how do I explain my drunken mind needs to parse this okay so when you like go to church and you're worshiping and then like you get that like sort of like overcoming feeling like some people cry some people get like really emotional while they're there and there's like no reason for it they just like feel that way I think that's kind of what they're going okay. for is like you you have reached that point in whatever your religion is with like your worship or whatever where like you kind of have that moment and you kind of like transcend sort of thing I think that, okay. that's what I understand it to be. That makes sense. 
Yeah. So because of all of this, I guess that I say so, so many times. <laughs> so in a way, it kind of makes sense that his entire story is a bit of a mess, given all the things that he is a god of. Um, I'm going to avoid the word so because it's right there again. I told you. Read it as it's written. <laughs> so we need to start a drinking game with me, okay? Dionysus is one of the big 12 in the Greek pantheon, and he is the 12th god. So <laughs> now that I'm drunk, I'm more like a parent of that I say this. I did do a list of the 12 gods because I thought that sober you and drunk you might have this question on who the 12 gods are considered to be the 12 big ones because I know you. <laughs> um, it's Zeus, Hera, Athena, Apollo, Poseidon, Ares, Artemis, Demeter, Aphrodite, Dionysus, Hermes, and Hephaestus. Okay. No questions? We're good? Those were the ones I was hoping for. <laughs> <laughs> now, Hades is not on the list, and that is because he is not technically considered an Olympian because he doesn't reside on Mount Olympus. So that is the distinction in Greek pantheon is the gods who reside on Olympus and the gods who do not reside on Olympus. Mm, so gotcha. if you don't reside on Olympus, you are called cathodic, cathonic, <laughs> which is simply meaning that you are of the underworld. So that is where all of the other gods reside. So that what is where you have Earth. What? You're not living in the underworld. So those gods are a little bit different. So like Poseidon doesn't reside on Mount Olympus. He is in the sea, but he is considered an Olympian. So it's, I don't want to say it's the distinction between the good gods and the bad gods, because that's not the way that it works. They're all good and bad. <clears throat> I view it as it's the gods who work in the day on land and in the sea versus the gods who work at night and do the kind of background thing so like Nyx goddess of night Thanatos god of death uh Hypnos god of sleep like all of those types of gods are going to be cathonic cathonic gods even though they don't necessarily reside in Olympus that's kind of where they're put is with the not I don't reside in the underworld that's kind of where they're thrown to because they don't live and they're not associated with Olympus that make that makes sense yes i also think this just hit me because <laughs> i have like this much left the glass and i'm like whoa <laughs> trying to explain this i'm like i don't even know if i'm explaining this properly for any i need more drink okay you're good i'm going for round two all righty um dionysus appears as both an old man with a long beard so it's kind of where like he's usually depicted with like this long white beard pudgy elderly man which is kind of where him to look like that. some of the influence of um saint nick aka santa claus comes from he's kind of did you just spittle yeah. <laughs> it was a close call i didn't yeah. i didn't realize my glass was that full <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so like santa claus is kind of like a, an amalgamation of several different like beings throughout history and dionysus oh, is one of those alcohol yeah <laughs> That in England, they give St. Nick alcohol. <laughs> but yes, he, him and like Odin, and I think there's like a couple of other like people that kind of all together make up the image that we know today is Santa Claus or St. Nicholas. Um, 
the other version. This episode. Do what? Oh, well, yeah, watch it. Put it in the car. <laughs> it's over here somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other version of Dionysus that is typically depicted is of a young man with wavy black locks. Um, he usually has some sort of crown of ivy rather than like laurels, which is traditional for Greek. It's usually ivy. He has a staff that has a pine cone on top of it. Don't ask. And then he usually has a symbol of wealth at one point in time. (laughs) And he usually has like a goblet. (laughs) Yeah, usually has like a goblet filled with wine so that he can drink himself to death, of course. Um, He's normally wearing either like traditional Greek garb that's either purple or white with like a purple sash. And then he also has animal skins, kind of like a cape around I like that one more than Drunken Santa. (laughs) Um, He is also the, like with most uh, male figures in Greek mythology, like the, the like physique of him is like Greek antiquity. So it's like the ripped muscle statues that we recognize. That's kind of what the young version of Dionysus looks like and resembles. So he's the perfect man. He's gorgeous. Orlando Bloom. Love it. All right. Now we get to the good bits. So, remember last episode, I talked about Orpheus. Love Orpheus. So, he sort of... I know! (laughs) Sorry! It's not even on my script, I just said it. I turned it into a drinking game, it's fun. (laughs) Oh my god, you're gonna be so fucking twisted. So... Orpheus founds a religion within ancient Greek called Orpheism, and the central god to Orpheism is Dionysus. Now, in Orpheus, I'm not going to get into Orpheism because I was too drunk to actually do <laughs> that whole thing, but like Greek myth, Greek pantheon is kind of broken up into different sects, like different types of religions if you will orpheism is just one of them um dionysus is the son of good old zeus and his daughter persephone (sighs) (laughs) i know that one deserves a drink (laughs) because now we're gonna get i told you we get into the good bits right now like i just went i just went for it all right then See before or after Hades. See, <laughs> never a straight answer with Greek mythology. I know, right? Zeus really likes his daughter Persephone, and while he may have given the okay for his brother Hades to marry her, because Zeus gives permission, that's kind of how they separate her. He doesn't think that Hades should have all the fun because he loves her. During her time above ground, I'm trying to avoid saying so. It's not in here, so I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> okay. Sorry if I sound weird. Um, during her time above ground, Zeus comes to her, and he's not really very convincing when he isn't tricking people to have sex with him. So uh, he does this in the form of a giant serpent, and he rapes her. Through this, Zagreus is born. (laughs) 
Zeus orders that the child be taken to Mount Ida, which is where Zeus was actually raised um, before he overthrew his father and all that fun stuff that I will maybe Great family. <laughs> and he puts the Curities in charge of watching this baby. The Curities were a group of warriors who followed the goddess... I apologize for all these Greek names while I'm drunk. Uh, I believe it is Sibylle. So... <sighs> She is a warrior goddess, but she's different um, than Ares or even Athena. Um, she is who you would call when you were not like going into battle, but when you were under siege. So she was like a goddess of protection, health, fertility, all of that. So if you were, let's say, Troy being sieged by Sparta, <clears throat> Sparta would call on Ares to guide them in battle, whereas... Uh, Troy would call on Sibylle to protect them. Um, yeah, that's, that's her job. Um, so Zagreus is sent here and raised to be Zeus's successor as ruler of the cosmos. So that is his lot in life is that he's going to take over Zeus when Zeus, I guess, ultimately decides not to be a god anymore. Sure. I don't know. The gods never don't... decide not to be a god anymore. It's freaking Zeus. They, they don't really, like, most of them come out of somebody's body fully formed. Like, they, most of them don't even, like, come out as kids. They just appear fully formed as a human being, godly being. Do they give birth the same way a human does? And if so, holy hell. <laughs> I mean, Zeus gives birth to Athena from his fucking forehead, so... <laughs> That was my reenactment of Athena's birth. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of how it happens. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. Um, but as we know, so Zagreus is sent to Mount Ida to be Zeus's successor. 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 <laughs> but if we have learned anything from all of my lessons in Greek mythology, Hera is a jealous ass bitch. So Hera sticks her nose in Zagreus's life. And blames the right person or punishes the right person. She punishes the victim. Yeah, she, the gods have a really bad habit, most of them, of not actually punishing the person that caused the whatever to happen. Um, they usually punish the other party involved, which doesn't really have anything to do with what's happening. They have no control over it. No. But in this case, she turns to some old frenemies called the Titans. Yeah. So Hera tells them that if they want their revenge on Zeus, they should go to Mount Ida and take the child that is kept there. The Titans arrive at Mount Ida and they bring some toys along to tempt baby Zagreus. And I like to imagine that they have like a line of Titans going down the mountain, like looping around the mountain. <laughs> and they have like little toys and the, but the one at the very top, like trying to tempt Zagreus to like climb down like a little toddler down the mountain has a mirror to like catch his attention and be like, ooh, ah, and just like tempts him down with this mirror. <laughs> That's how I imagine this whole scene goes. It's so silly and ridiculous, but it's the Titan. So what do you expect? I expect the muses to come out and start singing to me. Yeah. Now, once Zagreus is safely away from the Curities and they are down the entirety of Mount Ida, that is when the Titans attack. They each grab a part of him 
and they tear the infant to pieces. Isn't he a god? Yeah. Isn't he supposed to be indestructible? No. <laughs> Rude! Yeah, so he's torn into pieces. Um, they then build a fire and they roast the pieces over it and then they proceed to eat those pieces that they have cooked. I guess meat back on the menu, boys? <laughs> <laughs> it totally is. <laughs> so while this is going on, the Titans are distracted by eating like their legs and arms and head or whatever the fuck they're eating. Pause. My daughter's home. You have to be absolutely quiet while you're in here. Hi. You don't like to do. And you also can't move around, which I know you also don't like to do. I can let you know when I'm done recording, though, if you want to come in here and hang out afterwards. Okay. Again, no moving, no talking, no nothing. Rude! Did you hear her? I did not. She said I look fat in my dress. Oh, you do not say that to another lady. That's rude. It's rude. You don't say that. We women unless have to stick together. Unless you're at somebody's wedding dress try on and they're asking for your actual opinion and you say you look fat in that dress you need to get something different that's the only time it's phrase it differently you know it's not so flattering on you yeah that, that's the only time that it's acceptable you don't call another person fat. okay i forgot where we were oh i see where we were okay. i started eating chocolate <laughs> i have eggs mm. 
jealous. All righty. So while the Titans are distracted, um, Athena came and stole away the pieces that were left behind. So like what they hadn't yet cooked, which included the heart. <laughs> and <laughs> she brought them to Zeus, who gave all of the pieces but the heart to Apollo. So Zeus takes the heart and he grinds it up like mortar and pestle, grinds it up and makes a potion of it. And the reason he does this is because at this time, he's no longer in love with Persephone. He is in love with the princess and he gives her the potion to drink because he wants her to get pregnant. So she drinks this potion with the heart of his baby's Zagreus and wham, boom, she gets pregnant and she will eventually give birth to Dionysus, the real one this time, not the Zagreus fake. <laughs> I told you it's gonna give you a migraine. Uh, now, okay. the parts that were given to Apollo, he took and reassembled the baby and like breathed life into it or whatever the fuck he does. And he brings Zagreus back a second time. So he's bringing Zagreus back from Without his heart? Without his heart. But he gives him a full life. Like it's, I don't know how he, he's the god of healing and medicine and shit. I don't know. He, magic. Magic. Why didn't he put the heart back in the baby instead of grinding it up and making it into a potion so that somebody else could get pregnant by the essence of this? (laughs) I don't know. Disney magic. People think of these things. They were obviously drunk while they were discussing the origins of our Lord Savior Dionysus. That's why the story was written. Yep. All right. We are drunk. (laughs) So, Zagreus is given a second life. What happens to him after that? I have no fucking clue because he doesn't exist after this story, but I'm guessing he goes to live with his mom and uncle in the underworld. Plug for go play the game Hades. (laughs) He's the main character. All right, then. Yeah. All right, so we're going back to the princess and Zeus. Um, so this particular princess is Selim of Thebes, and she's pregnant and going to have a baby. And because she was going to have a baby thanks to Zeus, Hera felt the need to interfere again with poor baby for a second time. I want to make a guess that she... Get, she gives the baby some cursy thing that makes his life miserable while also smiting the mother. <laughs> Are you feeling very Hercules vibes here? Is that where this is? <laughs> I mean, it's Hera. It's Hera. What else could I think is going to happen? <laughs> yeah. All righty. So let's find out what Hera does. So Hera appears to the mother... And she like puts this little thought in Selene's mind. And she says, if Zeus truly wants you to have this baby, then you need to see all of him because you haven't seen all of him. And if you're going to give birth to his child, like you deserve it. And I'm not, I'm not talking about his dick. She's obviously seen his dick. Let's be real. It's Unless he was a snake. Cause <laughs> 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 We're not getting into how snakes have sex. <laughs> <laughs> then it's the title of this episode, Two Snakes, 
have dicks. <laughs> How do snakes have sex? Must it's know for scientific reasons. Full <laughs> science, all right? Full show. Yep. All right. So Celine was convinced, utterly convinced, that Zeus needed to show her his true godly form. Now, for those who don't know, the true form of a god is not something that a mortal can actually lay eyes on. I always imagine this by thinking, stop. I always imagine by thinking, stop. It's him time. <laughs> I always I imagine. Will you stop? <laughs> I'm going to make you leave if you don't stop. All right, so I like to imagine this as that scene in Dogma when God, aka Alanis Morissette and all of her beautifulness appears to them and like heads explode and shit like that. So that's kind of oh, what happens. Weirdly accurate. Yeah, so that, that's what happens when you look upon the true form of a God. Um, they literally just like spontaneously combust and die. Their heads explode. So. Yeah. Yeah, because there's that belief that the Minotron is a thing. That what? The Minotron, which is the voice of God, because if God were to speak, a human's head would explode. Growing up Baptist, never heard of it. Dogma taught me a lot. Yeah, dogma taught me a lot, too. I had no idea. Also, growing up Baptist, <laughs> that was a thing. I was like, the voice of God, isn't that what you're supposed to hear when you pray? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, as a Baptist, God can speak to me. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he Apparently, God does not speak to you themselves. They speak to you through a courier service. Like DHL. Yeah, except better. You know... I'm not sure there's much above DHL. They're all kind of like, but I guess if it's God DHL. Can we have God DHL? Got it. Hermes <laughs> just <Yes>. zipped it. <laughs> <laughs> Hermes isn't all the religions. It's okay. They need a, they need a messenger God. Come on now. <laughs> it's in Lord of the Rings too. I know. I love Hermes. I love him. Anyways, I love all the gods, uh, except for Athena. Fuck Athena. There's some that you really shouldn't love. <laughs> Fuck Athena. I don't like Athena. All right. Now, I... Zeus is bound by an oath that isn't really ever explained to us. He just has this oath with Selim that anything she asks, he must do. Don't know how it came about. I don't know the whatever's about it but she says I want you to appear in your true form and he is duty bound to do so so he does and she dies instantly <laughs> but her child is unharmed sneaky sneaky so he takes this fetus that's not yet ready to be born and he cuts open his thigh and he places the baby inside the thigh. And then he sews it up until the baby is ready to be born. <laughs> oh my, OMG, wow. <laughs> oh, that was beautiful. That was beautiful. <laughs> I can't. I can't. This is not... 
to give birth because pregnancy scares me. Like, like I don't want to go through pregnancy at all. So we're going to tell us that this is how it has to happen. Remove the fetus and put it into his thigh. So like in order for me to imagine the proportions of this, it has to be Zeus from Disney's Hercules. It's fucking massive. It's just big, meaty thigh. And this didn't walk for the next seven to eight months. As the fetus grew, he got craving. <laughs> it was his like a little broke in his thigh. The horse, he made a pouch in his leg and just carried it around. I just ah. have to say, this sounds like a story you only tell while drunk. <laughs> it's and perfect. I'm sitting around completely drunk going, guys, guess what? What if? What if we can put a fetus into a man's thigh and what then is it? get to carry it? Take a hit of a blunt. What if? <laughs> Zeus gave birth. Funny side story. I actually, so when I worked at Victoria's Secret, I actually got ridiculed really badly because, like, I think. No. What's your question? Nosy. Did you put the, when I said subscribe and like? Nope. No, we recorded. Yeah, we got to do it later. When I worked at Victoria's Secret, I got ridiculed really badly because I often think of really ridiculous things like that. Like, what if this happened? And they were all talking about boobs getting bigger during pregnancy. And I was like, what if they got smaller? And they did not like that at all. They were just like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And then I found out about four years later, it actually happened. Yeah, some people do have that. Yeah. Yeah, It's like, I was like, I was right. (laughs) It's like everything that you hear somebody talk about in pregnancy the opposite happens or neither like nothing happens so like they're like my feet got bigger some people their feet get smaller some people their feet don't change like it's pregnancy is so fucking weird but that's what i'm imagining it's just one day going what if you could put a fetus into a thigh just put it in there all right you need to go sit down or you need to leave cheers to you All right. Let's. All right. The fetus. No. The feet. I'm sorry. Volume control. The fetus <laughs> is hinged. <laughs> Yo, slap me in your thigh, daddy. I'm ready to go. Does that make him the mother? <laughs> you cannot watch anything I'm in not, my room. I'm not watching anything. Then why are you on it? I didn't even think this TV was on. Put it up. If you want to watch something, go in your room. Ignore the TV in the background. So. I was reading that alcohol is going to drive a car. Do what? <laughs> no warning. Oh. <laughs> All right. So. Dionysus is in Zeus's thigh, and then wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, he is born. Officially Dionysus this time. As an adult? No. He's a baby. They eat babies. He's a baby. Came right out of his daddy's thigh. He's a baby. Time third baby, for the record. This is the third incarnation of Dionysus. 
So Zeus is going to send him to live with some nymphs on Mount Nisa now. I don't understand why he has not learned his lesson about, like, sending his kids away. Don't understand it. But anyways, when Dionysus is older, he goes to live with his mortal aunt, Eno. I love the name Eno. Who was Selim's sister. Again. Oh, I just say it right here. Now I don't understand why Zeus keeps sending his kids away to live elsewhere, knowing that Hera is going to pop in with her fucking bitch-ass attitude and kill some innocent people. <laughs> I was reading my own mind. Like, he's um, him away thinking Hera will never find out, but Hera knows all. Because he, like, doesn't hide his kids. So <laughs> he just, like, Leaves it open for anyone to find Dionysus or Hercules. Or or... sign that says, my son is right here. Right. Yeah. It's like here with an arrow pointing. Vacancy available. Like. <laughs> Hide him in your thigh for the first 20 years or so. <laughs> All righty. So where was I? Um. Yeah, so Zeus doesn't hide the location of Dionysus or literally any of his kids. Um, so Hera is able to easily find him. Now. Now. <laughs> now, Eno has a family of her own. So she has a husband and a son. So when Hera shows up, she, a la Hercules sows the seeds of madness within them. You think she learned no. a new trick? No. Why would she? <clears throat> it works so well. Why would she learn a new trick? <clears throat> so, <laughs> so for the husband whose name is not important or ever named, she replaces the knowledge of the... Okay, so she has two kids. So she replaces the knowledge of the eldest son with that of a deer. So he thinks that his eldest son is a deer. So he hunts down this deer and kills him. But once he has killed the deer, the madness is gone, and he sees that he has killed his own child. He didn't do anything wrong! And then he kills himself. So that's how the husband and the eldest son go, right? Freaking hate <clears throat> Oh my god. <laughs> and I still hate Athena more than Hera. I do. <laughs> how can you not hate Hera the most? This is some... Um really shitty stuff she's doing oh it is it only gets worse for Eno she forces the woman to take her their other child she puts him in a boiling pot and boils him alive then she takes the pot walks outside of their house they live on a cliff or something and she jumps into the sea and sinks to the bottom and kills herself Trigger warning. <laughs> <laughs> I gave all the warnings at the beginning of this. Dionysus Your is still like is the worst. He's like a teenager. Like he is not very old. This is like he has witnessed the murder of so many, including himself at this point. But Dionysus is spared from this death by his daddy, who turns him into a goat, and then his son Hermes comes in and flies him away. <laughs> Mom. Yeah. Is that where we now, get the image of the goat from? Because you know, like goat, it's also also. also <laughs> we can talk. A goat is 
a symbol of evil often, like goat horns or that sort of thing. Dionysus is often depicted as a version of the devil, which is why I'm wondering. That's what it interesting. Means. Never thought about that. Child, you need to stop. If you're going to be like that, go away. She did the actor hush. She was like, and all right we have another instance of so written in here <clears throat> so so i feel like i should read this whole sentence this whole paragraph word for word because i was obviously very drunk when i wrote this word for word so dionysus will travel through egypt and asia comma 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 double comma spreading his orgies and wine across the globe and creating his own cult following then comma comma <laughs> when he finishes his pilgrimage he moves into adulthood adulthood with a capital a into adulthood and goes through a series of events are called the wraths of dionysus forgive me for these names because they vary greek that was the whole paragraph i wrote <laughs> i'm gonna forever call this the pilgrimage of orgies <laughs> It's not the wrath to Dionysus anymore. It's the pilgrimage of orgies. You want to become an adult. This is what you must do. <laughs> you must have a pilgrimage of orgies. All right. Dionysus is traveling around with like a group of... Um... <laughs> pilgrimage of orgies! <laughs> it's apparently in an Amazon original movie named Time. That's what this picture is for everybody it, actually this won't be cropped out because i don't have to shrink our screens down yeah <laughs> can you turn off the tv so this doesn't happen again <laughs> like pilgrimage of orgies yeah that was just like kind of perfect I was like, what the fuck is this all right well, let me finish my wine and pour some more i'm gonna go to the bathroom <laughs> the whole thing of wine is gone almost the point of this episode is that I'm going to be really fucking drunk and then I'm going to pass out. No. You are not old enough to pour my wine. Oh, there's my whole bottle. Are you going to stay in here or are you going to go? Okay. Are you going to be quiet? You left the switch in your tablet that Anna's doing it. It's okay. I'll have her bring them over tomorrow. Oh, wait. Molly might call me. Well, too late. Bubbles, it's a bubbly one. Stop. Is this Marriott or AT&T? AT&T. Nope, Marriott. 
That was nasty. <laughs> Come have me some peanuts. Honey roasted. My cat is the cutest thing to walk in the second one. <sighs> it's okay. I just finished off. This is what's remaining of my bottle of wine. Don't even put that in there, nasty. <laughs> All right. I can't, you can't see it, but I've got about this much left of wine. <laughs> I'm like a bottle and a half of wine, man. I'm gonna be fucked up. I'm already fucked up. I have to pee so bad. Go pee. No, you don't break the seal. I already did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me throw what's in my mouth. Oh. And then I throw more in there. Shut up, peanut gallery. I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> Do you? I'm on my peanut board, so everything is like just wrong. Yeah, my limbs feel very uh fun. I need more of this. All right. Man, those penis were really good. Anyways. That penis was really good. <laughs> Peanuts. Peanuts. <laughs> we're really good. All right. So, Diane, God damn it with the so. I know every time I say it. <laughs> it's not even on my script. I just said it. <laughs> just say all right, Dionysus is traveling around with like a group of groupies. <laughs> group of groupies. <laughs> it worked. And teaching people about like how to make wine and hunting and shit. And I don't think I said this, but I kind of alluded to it. Get, stop. I kind of alluded to it that with the whole like he wears skin pelts and stuff, but Dionysus is actually an excellent hunter on par with Artemis, who is the goddess of the hunt. So like he is not just a good hunter, he is top three. Like he is human pelt or animal pelt. He wears like a leopard. It's like a leopard <laughs> cheetah pelt thingy. In this world it's a, it's a good question in this world. Remember, Di I said Dionysus is not really a bad god. He doesn't really... He didn't have murdered serial killers and wore their skins as pelts. Like, he doesn't really... There are a few instances that I could see an argument for him being a bad person, but on the whole, he's actually a really cool dude. He's pretty chill. As one would expect with the god of drinking and orgies. Come on now. Yes, I expect him to be stoned all the time. Yeah, <laughs> we're drunk out of his fucking mind. So, anyways, he's, what is he doing? Why did I put this? Oh, he's traveling. That's what he's doing. <laughs> anyways, he's doing this and he comes to the land of Lycurgus. Now, Lycurgus did not like the gods. He's like a king. He doesn't like the gods. He felt that he was like above them, as some kings do, feel that they are above the gods. Looking at you, Henry VIII, who rewrote the entire fucking English religion. He only 
broke away from Rome and adopted a bastardized version of Lutheranism and Catholicism. And then towards the end of his life, he was pretty much Catholic, but didn't want to relinquish any power. So Yeah, he kind of bounced back and forth to fit his knees with what wife he had. That's kind of what he did. Yeah, but always in his mind, he was put there by God. Therefore, what he said was God's will. Again. Some kings like to think they are above the gods. <laughs> Quiz me on King Henry VIII, I dare you. <laughs> so when Dionysus arrives, he doesn't realize that he's actually a god. So remember, Dionysus is like a young adult. So he's in that like beautiful peak Greek antiquity, flowing raven locks, the whole shebang. Looks gorgeous. Insert picture from Hades here because it's beautiful. <laughs> um, so he invites the winemaker to his home and they have a party because what else are you going to do when Dionysus is in town? So Dionysus starts talking about his abilities with grapes and that it's because he is a god. That's why he is so good. My at abilities god. with grapes. <laughs> his ability with grapes. He's, he's really good with grapes. <laughs> we should call these the grapes of wrath. <laughs> <laughs> I amaze myself. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've touched my face so much. I think I've worn off all of my makeup. I'm taking some highlighter and mascara. You can see my concealer. <laughs> the rest is all gone. Oh, oh no. it's like Sims flush going on. It's like it's like just your cheeks and your nose, but it like doesn't connect. Like <laughs> I blame the liquor. Liquor <laughs> is an irritant for rosacea. Like the white trash beard that doesn't connect with the mustache. (laughs) 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 Oh, you already look bored. Do you want to go? 
Oh, Lord Jesus, help me. When you're on camera, you need more makeup when you're not on camera. I said, fuck it. No one can tell that I'm wearing makeup anyways because of my beige life. What? Can I color correct it? For what? You want to do something on my phone? I only have 29% life. I would try this. But... What do you, you can't, are you going to go play in your room or something with it? Yeah. Okay, there's my charger. Uh, <clears throat> just, oh, this alcohol has hit me like a box, blo- box of rocks. <laughs> a box of rocks. <laughs> when Zencaster works, I'm able to color correct your video so that like, there's a difference between you and the wall. You can't do it with this though. I feel like nothing matches. <laughs> Put it everywhere. This needs to be in the bloopers. You put it on more makeup <laughs> to make yourself not look drunk. <laughs> <laughs> hey, apparently shape tape when you don't want to look drunk. <laughs> Oh, natural when you do and don't give a shit. Now you can actually kind of see right here. I got like a line. It's like a line of color. Rosacea, or I thought the rosacea is a trigger for my alcohol. But I meant to say with alcohol is a trigger for rosacea. <laughs> rosacea is a trigger for my alcohol. Uh, <laughs> All right. I'm gonna try not to touch my face. That should be a drinking game. Drink every time I touch my face. And every time I say so, y'all gonna be fucked up. Anyways. There's a reason I'm almost out. <laughs> so, we're talking about Dionysus and his grapes of wrath. So, Lycurgus is like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> When is she going to start snorting? It's going to happen. <laughs> but oh. then it'll be the snort and then the squeak. And then the, like, it's the, the snorting leading up to the squeak. <laughs> and it's just <laughs> bad. That was a good one, though. Creeps <laughs> of male genitalia <laughs> picture of dick
this episode the grips of wrath. <laughs> I could just do a fig leaf and grapes, and I think people would understand what we were talking. <laughs> I need a tissue. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Anyways, grapes of wrath. Talking about his grape making abilities. <coughs> <coughs> oh dear lord. All right. Anyways, Lycurgus is like, no, 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 no. You aren't a god. And Dionysus is like, yeah, no, nah, I'm legit a god. So what does Lycurgus do? Wow, I feel like I'm already slurring my words. I heard it there. <laughs> that was a big slur. <laughs> uh, so what does Lycurgus do? He attacks. So his guards or whatever attack the god and his groupies. And they just start like killing people left and right, right? Legit. And so Dionysus does the smart thing and he flees. And his people are like running with him. So they're like, I just set my wine down. They're like leaving the castle who lives near, I guess, like the ocean or some shit. And they run towards the water and they ask for protection from the goddess of the sea, which is Thetis. And she obliges and like because Poseidon would drown their asses. Do what? Because Poseidon would have drowned their asses. (laughs) Yeah, right. For real. So she like Moana style like moves the water and creates like an air bubble, excuse me, and like houses them inside of her oceanness. I have to sneeze. Maybe. <laughs> I guess we're good. Okay. Bless you. <laughs> I'd like the tickle. <clears throat> so Dionysus and all of his groupies are like encased in this bubble inside of Thetis's water, which sounds really gross, but whatever. <clears throat> Until the danger is passed. Now, Thetis is a fun goddess who actually does play a role in a major Greek story that I would love to color love to color i would love to color it uh, i would love to cover later so i'm only gonna do like a brief gloss over here see i have to sneeze and it's just not coming out and it's bothering me <laughs> all right see Apollo isn't the only god with the god of prophecy. He is the god of prophecy, but isn't the only one who gets prophecies. So Thetis also has the gift to receive prophecies. And with her gift, she gets a prophecy that she will bear a child greater than its father. That's like what the prophecy is. Pretty ambiguous, but whatever. Ambiguous. Ambiguous. <laughs> ambiguous. <sighs> And Zeus doesn't like this prophecy because if she were to say marry God, then it might, like, she might have a kid that's more powerful than the father, which means that it could be more powerful than him and overthrow him and all sorts of shit. So he doesn't like this idea. So he forces her to marry a mortal and they have a son together. Now, I would like to point out that this son is not a big deal in Greek mythology. He's pretty minor. Like, you probably have never even heard of him. Um... I'm drunk and it's Greek, but I believe his name's pronounced Achilles. So Achilles? I guess super minor dude in Greek mythology. Yeah, I'm <laughs> I was like, I hope I know who he is. And he said Achilles. I was like, I totally know who he is. <laughs> this is my favorite. 
part of this whole episode is this whole write-up leading up to the introduction of Achilles. <laughs> He's a super minor dude. He's not even that famous, you know? What does he do? Nothing. Something about high heels. You know? Yeah. You could shot by, like, an arrow or something? What a total loser. <laughs> Brad Pitt played him once. That was <sighs> What? What? I said Brad Pitt played him once. <laughs> yeah. Again, total loser, total D-bag. No one cares about Achilles. Everyone knows the true hero was Patroclus. Everyone knows the true hero in this story is Dinah. Hmm. He for sure is. All right. One so. or more updates are available. Remind me. <laughs> Microsoft. <laughs> Fuck you, Microsoft. I don't want to update. <laughs> yeah, it forces its updates on me. It feels very controlling. Yeah, I have to say, I just keep ignoring it until it decides that it's going to update in the middle of something. I'm like, fuck you! Yeah, and I walk in and I'm like, where's my 25 tabs, Microsoft? <laughs> right, I'm like, I was playing The Sims. Fuck you. I was doing important shit, like, you know, having 100 babies or whatever. I don't know. Murder. Anyways, when the Kyrgyz returns home, Dionysus emerges from the sea. And he has pissed the fuck off. So... <laughs> I will, I will say that out of every god you could possibly piss off, the one god you don't want to piss off is Dionysus. Because Hera kind of took a book out of Dionysus's page on how to fuck with mortals. I mean, yes, she does stuff before Dionysus is able to do this, but madness is his domain. This is him. I can already tell that I sound really fucking drunk on this episode. All right, this is beautiful. This is what happens when you give an alcohol intolerant person a bottle of wine. Yeah. <laughs> it's only 7.5% alcohol by volume. It's fine. I'm fine. Oh, that means my little bottle is like right with you. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm alcohol and yeah. And I'm alcohol intolerant. It like meshes perfect. Yeah. Wow. That, don't do that motion again. All right. What did I do? I did this, and my arms felt very um, not normal. No. What, what is it in Lord of the Rings? My fingers are starting to tingle <laughs> from the drinking game with, like, listen, Gimli. I think I feel something. I think I feel something. <laughs> I'm Gimli. I think it's affecting me. That was like, You're Legolas, I'm Gimli. That's that. That's how that dynamic works. <laughs> my favorite part, though, is that Legolas looks so horrified. I think it's affecting me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do not emote, but emote at the same time. <laughs> Thank you, Orlando Bloom. You just wanna own him. <laughs> All right. So, Dionysus strikes the Kyrgyz. Lycurgus. Wow. I'm doing so well with these names up till this point. Lycurgus with madness. And in this maddened state, he kills his wife and all of his children. And then when the madness clears, he's faced with the consequences of his own actions. And so Dionysus like saunters up to him and he gleefully watches as the king breaks down in front of him. And then when he's decided that he's had enough of watching him cry, he lets his panthers 
hunt, kill, and eat Lycurgus. Yeah. Um, Dionysus has like two panthers that follow him around. I would too. Yeah. Good choice. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you're going to fuck with a god, pick a better god to fuck with. I'm just saying. All right. Dionysus leaves. He makes his way to Thebes once more, only to find himself on the run from soldiers of Thebes because the king, Pentheus, also didn't like gods. And he refused to accept Dionysus as a god. I don't know why everyone is so against this god. You think the word would have gotten around that you don't fuck with the god of madness. <laughs> yeah. So eventually he reaches Thebes and he decides to have some fun on the city that doesn't believe in him. So he decides to throw a party. And what's a party without Dionysus without it being a bacchanalia? Let me tell you. So he invites all of the women in Thebes. And so they decide to go to like this nearby forest to get drunk and have an orgy. Yeah, fun stuff. So the King Pentheus hears word of these women like disappearing from their homes and like just up and leaving. What are you eating? Happy, happy. <laughs> it looks really good. That's why I asked. I found it on my desk. <laughs> it looked really good. That's why I asked. Anyways. Would you like so, so women are disappearing like left and right. And Pentheus is like, what the fuck? So he decides to like stealthily follow some. And he climbs up this tree to like spy this like clearing where they're having their orgy to figure out what's going on and he wasn't quite as sneaky as he thought he was because Dionysus totally sees him but he's pissed at Thebes and especially the king who like doesn't acknowledge he is a real god so he's just kind of like <laughs> jokes on you I'm gonna prove to you I'm a god I need to finish my life what did the British umpire say to the batter what Where's the answer? It's under the floppy. <laughs> <laughs> Nope. <laughs> what do you say is better? You're up. Uh, thank you. I didn't get it. I have to pee. 
Beans are really good. Diane, you keep leaving me. Sorry, I laughed so hard. I had to <laughs> I'm going to blame the fact that I don't. Watch baseball. I'm not. <laughs> sure. <clears throat> I don't even know where we were. Hold on. Dionysus. That's where we were. No shit. He is going to wrathfully punish this man for treating him like he's not the god he is. Oh, yeah. Okay. So. <clears throat> All right, so he's going to prove to Pentheus that he's a god, right? Let me finish my peanut. Peanuts are so good while you're drunk. That's why they have them at bars, but now they're just little bowls of COVID nuts. I don't go to bars. Bars are expensive and I'm alcohol intolerant. I love bars. <laughs> I used I to go to this biker bar in college. It was like the shittiest place in town, but they knew me there. And they had an apple pie shot that was really good. Wonderful place. I totally took my back room that I didn't know about that I was older. I totally took my friend Benny. Shout out to Benny. I love you. I miss you, babe. Um, when they turned 21 to the local Irish pub here in Belleville, we went to Crehan's and I totally bought them uh, a whole bunch of shots. It was like on a, like a Wednesday or a Thursday, so like no one was at the bar. And we just drank a whole bunch of shots and got wasted. Like, the bartender was totally dope. She was like, hey, you guys want to try this shot I just tried to make? And we're like, yeah, free <laughs> shots. <clears throat> Love it. I think we did, like, an Irish car bomb or something like that while we were there. I don't know. We did. Yeah. There, there was, was a reason we went to the Irish pub. I, um, the thing that, like, the only thing I missed from my college days was the fact that I lived in a town with, like, nine bars, and they were all within walking distance. <laughs> you could just walk to the bar yeah and then walk home the great thing is that the 
the Irish pub is walking distance from my parents' house and stumbling distance back. It's important to note. I also, that's one thing I like about living in London is it's so, like, you don't have a car. So you can just go out and do whatever, get choices, and then come home. You don't have to worry about it because it's public transportation. Also, fun story about, like, stumbling distance. My best friend and I went to this uh, bar and we tried absinthe. And we thought it was totally cool to walk to Walmart to pee because the bathroom of the bar was like gross. Uh-huh. That was a two and a half mile walk. <laughs> well, completely true. We made it. Barely. The only time I had absinthe, it was absolutely, absolutely disgusting. Did you have uh-huh. the European or the, or the American version? I don't know. They imported it illegally. Yeah. And then we put it over sugar, and it was gross. So, the stuff that's legally sold in the United States does not have wormwood. That's what I've had. I've never had the real stuff, which actually has wormwood in it, but they imported it illegally. It could have had wormwood in it. It was fucking gross. I don't know how Oscar Wilde lived on that shit. Uh, the one I had tasted like black jelly bean. Okay, I love black licorice, and it did not taste like black licorice. You mix it with lemonade, and it's called a checkerboard, and it was really, really good. That sounds disgusting and delicious at the same time. I don't like see the but I love black jelly beans. Will I see the green fairy if I do that? No, because there's no wormwood. Wormwood is the hallucinogen, which is why it's illegal in the U.S. Ah. So when we go to France, we need to make a day trip to England so we can try some with wormwood. Uh, no, just drink it in France, because that's where it's from. <laughs> oh, shit, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, we're going to be staying in France for a while. I want to go back. I'm so sad. Just so Vi and Alice know, we, <laughs> we're going to be... We we're going to go to Versailles, and we're going to go to Paris, and we will never... Oh, I want to go to the Sacre Coeur. Fuck miss- Notre Dame. I want to go see the Sacre Coeur. Only if we get to go to the museum event. Okay. Like <laughs> Triumph. I did, get, I did get to go there once, but I would like to go again. I want to go get pictures at Lacta Triumph. It'd be really cool. That's the. I didn't even know it existed when I went to Versailles the first time, which is why I want to go back so badly. Because I didn't know anything <laughs> about Marie Antoinette when I went the first time. Ah, uh, yeah. But the whole right. news was the best. I have two pages to finish before I'm totally sway. I'm almost Hi. out of line. Yep. All the spinning. Let's do this. Yep. All right. Dionysus is proving to Pentheus that he is a god. All right. So how he does this. So Pentheus spies his aunts and his mother among the women at this orgy. Disgusting. Gross. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and then at the same time, they see him creeping up in this tree. Right. I'm coining a term here. The term is Dionysist. So they've been Dionysist. <laughs> Dionysist. Dionysist. It's like a graphic that does the punk thing. <laughs> so like, instead of thinking that it's Pentheus, they think that it's a beast who's come to eat them. So being the badass bitches that they are, they charge at him, drag him out of this tree, rip him apart by his limbs. Okay. They ain't fucking around. Yeah. Also eat him. 
No, they do not eat him. They just they rip him apart by his limbs. And then go back to their female-only orgy. Yeah. As one does. So, after this party, he meets up with his aunt Demeter, goddess of agriculture, and the two travel together. Now, Demeter and Dionysus kind of make like a great pair because they both deal with like the creation of food for mortals. He makes grapes and she makes wheat. Like a perfect grapes of wrath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nothing incestuous happens between them, though. I would just like to point out there's nothing going on between Demeter and Dionysus. It is surprising. They arrive in Attica, <clears throat> and Demesis is greeted by Chelius, and Dionysus is greeted by Icarius, which is not Icarus. There is an I that makes it different from Icarus. <laughs> I would just like to point out. For creating one of my favorite songs called The Melting Point of Wax. <laughs> I briefly covered Icarus in the Hercules episode, so if you're interested to know about that. I also cover him in an episode that is yet to be published. Just saying. I'm working on it. No, not even that episode. The, the other one that I was going to do in February because I thought there was more months, more weeks than there were. Got it. Yeah. That episode. That'll come, I don't know, eventually, one day. All right. So they're in Attica. I'm really fucking drunk. Okay. So <laughs> to honor Icarius for his hospitality, Dionysus gives him the gift of the vine. So he now, now, now knows how to make and cultivate grapes. And he also teaches him how to make wine from these grapes. So Icarius is like super pumped. He's like, yes, I can make grapes. Fuck yeah. So he goes to a nearby field where some shepherds are, and he's like, hey guys, you want to try some delicious wine? And they're like, fuck yeah, let's try it and drink it, right? And then, like, after they drink it all, they get really fucking drunk, and they believe that they're poisoned, which I imagine they feel like I feel now, where their body feels really heavy, and every time they move, the world spins. Lovely. They think that they've been poisoned, so they turn on Icarius and they kill him, right? And then they wake the next morning from their hungover stupor and they see his body and then they feel like really guilty and remorseful and all that shit. So they bury him. So Icarius has a daughter who goes out into the field looking for her pops. Like, where the fuck did he go? Last I knew he went out to the shepherds or some shit. <clears throat> None of this is in my script. I just like to point out. <laughs> I love how oh. you say we have two pages. I am way too drunk. I've got to get through this. And now you're just completely off script. <laughs> it's on, it's in my script, but nothing of what I'm actually saying is what I wrote down in my script. I'm, I'm drunkenly paraphrasing what I had originally written. Because <laughs> you can't read anymore. <laughs> I can read perfectly fine. Okay, thanks. So, where was I? Doctor comes across, doctor. Daughter. <laughs> Doctor comes across the body when she goes out searching for him. So she finds him dead because he's like in this buried, weird tomb grave. <clears throat> and she's like, oh shit, my dad's died. So what do I do? I hang myself. So she hangs herself. Right. So then news gets back to Dionysus that Icarius is dead. His daughter hanged himself. So he feels kind of bad. It's kind of his fault. He taught him how to make wine, which led to this whole thing. So it's amazing. 
It should what? not lead to so many deaths. <laughs> so he kind of takes a page out of Hera's book. So if you remember back in my Hercules episode, I talked about how some of the things that she sent to like destroy Hercules, she ended up turning into constellations. So Dionysus takes Icarus and turns him into the constellation that I did not look up the name for. Boots, booties, bootes, B-O-T-T, B-O-O-T-E-S, B-O-O-T-E-S. Constellation, apparently. (laughs) Boots. I don't know. All right. So next up on the adventures of Dionysus and his grapes of wrath. What the fuck is this name? (laughs) We have the Tyrrhenian pirate. Let's call him Tia. We have the Tyr pirate. Tyrrhenian Tyr pirate. We're going with Tyr pirate. Yeah, we're here. So Dionysus is like standing on the shore, taking in the beautiful side of the sea. I don't know why he's taking in the beautiful side of the sea. He just does. Story purposes only. And like this ship passes by, right? And then suddenly like the crew jumps off the ship and kidnaps Dionysus because they think that he's some rich prince. I don't know how they get this image in their mind because he's wearing purple and animal print, which neither of which go together, but they think he's a prince. Yeah. Maybe because he's beautiful. I don't know. Orlando Bloom. I officially finished a bottle and a half of wine. You all are welcome. I will need to bring more liquor next time because this not enough. See, I don't work tomorrow so I can drink more. But the next two weeks I work so I can't drink as much. That's like a half a bottle Phantom Part 2 episode style. Anyways, they think he's this prince, right? So they bind him up with this rope, but the rope is like made of braided vines. He's the god of vines and wine and grapes and shit. So it doesn't really have any effect on him. And they can't figure out why. So like they tie him up with this braided vine rope and it just why is like, it working? It just kind of like falls off of him. And Dionysus just watches them in amusement. Like he's just so amused. Like mortals are so funny. Like, he's just like, lol, you've, this is like your fifth attempt and it's still not working. What the fuck are you doing? So, after they realize that he can't be bound, one of the crew members has a moment of brilliancy and speaks up and is like, yo, I don't think he's a prince. He might be a god. Maybe that's why we can't bite him. He's a god. But the captain is like, don't be an idiot. He's just some rich prince. He's going to spill his guts and tell us where he's from so we can ransom him. Ransom him eventually, right? So while the crew fought over if he's a god, if he's a prince, yada, 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 taking sides, these like small rivets of wine started to flow across the decks of this dark, deep purple, like water wine. And it's like giving off this vapor that smells amazing. I I don't understand, but that's what happens. So then vines and grapes start like appearing, like I'm guessing from the vines they use, I don't know. Wherever they got their vines from, they start sprouting all over the ship. So like the mast 
and everything and like holes and crevices are like filled with vines and then like grapes start popping out of them like what the fuck so they look back to Dionysus and instead of finding a man they find a lion so Dionysus apparently has the ability to shapeshift takes on the form of a lion so he starts growling and like rearing up you know like cats do like they're gonna pounce shaking their butt and you know and they're like, ah, rawr. Okay. Full of yarn. Distract him. Exactly. <laughs> Except not, because they don't have any yarn. So Always carry yarn. <laughs> so he does pounce on them onto the captain. Like, he goes straight for the captain and just, like, rips out his throat and kills him. And he's like, ah, yes, delicious. So then, like, the crew starts jumping overboard because they're like, what the fuck, witchcraft. Right? And then when they hit the water, they're turned into dolphins. I don't know why. That's just what happens. <laughs> they say dolphins are smarter than humans. Well, apparently they were formerly humans. So that makes sense. There you go. So before the guy who had like called out and been like, no, 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 I think this is a god, can like jump over ship and turn into a dolphin, Dionysus like turns back into a human and like catches him. And <laughs> he gives him the bl- like a blessing and told him that he was the god Dionysus. He, like, has this beautiful blessing. So the two of them, like, sail around, doing their own thing. I don't know. They're just vibing out there in the ocean. They come across this island called Naxos. 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 And then at this island, they go their separate ways. So, like, Dionysus disembarks, and, like, he takes off. So... When Dionysus arrives on this island, he comes across a sleeping woman and he wakes her up because he's like, why the fuck are you here on this island all alone? Turns out this woman is Princess Ariadne of Crete and her husband left her... (laughs) What? Her husband left her on the night is what I wrote. I don't know what that means. Wedding night, maybe? No, so for those who don't know, Ariadne is the husband, the husband, is the wife of Theseus, the slayer of the Minotaur. So um, he like, after slaying the Minotaur and taking her, arrives on this island and then like gets this message from Athena and leaves her. I don't know. I don't. That's what happens. So so she's like left on this island for a while. And then Dionysus comes to her. So he offers her a place at his side as his wife. Like he hasn't done anything wrong. He's just like, hey, do you want to be my wife and become a god? And she's like, fuck yeah, get me out of the solitude. So like Theseus became a king, but Ariadne became a god. She moved up in the world. Nice. Because Theseus is an asshat. No one likes him. Fuck him. So she's like, oh, <laughs> now, <laughs> so that's m- the canonical history of Dionysus before he becomes the last member of a- the team Olympus. But there is one more story that exists before he like is able to return to Olympus. And I don't particularly like this story because I don't think it really fits, but I included it anyways because it is like a thing that happens in some versions. So it's from Ovid. um, Or no, wait, okay. So it comes after the works of Ovid. So Ovid wrote Metamorphosis. Homer wrote the Iliad and the Odyssey and a bunch of other stories. 
which are like the two main sources of Greek mythology. So this came afterwards. So like, it's weird. So in this last adventure, Zeus tells Dionysus that he needs to travel to India and convince the people there that their god, convince the people there to give up their gods and worship Zeus, right? So Dionysus gathers up this army, he travels to India, and he like meets their leader. And he offers them wine, but they turn it down. <clears throat> so the leader that he meets is the child of a river god, and he believes that like wine and other alcoholic beverages are mind-numbing, and that by drinking it, you turn stupid. Why? Okay, can you close my door? I'm drunk. Close my door. Baby, make me breakfast. Uh, I got Jenna got me this really cool book for a kid, and it's called Baby, Make Me Breakfast. And it's all about the baby making certain like breakfast items, like a, a hard boiled egg and toast and stuff like that. And then at the end it says, thank you, baby, I'm hung. And then you flip it over and it's the end of the book and you just say over, the book is over. So you're hung over. Yeah. Right. What are you doing? Oh, wow, shit. I am really drunk. Okay. Thank God my child's old enough for this. Make it through. I, we're almost done. This is the last story. Okay, so. Um, so Zeus needs to try. Okay. Zeus needs to try. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Shush. Okay. So, liquor turns people stupid. Already established fact. Point in case right here. This beautiful visage. Visage. <laughs> <laughs> we're almost there all right so this leads like a whole bunch of whole bunch of battles and the prince of india the king of india whoever the fuck the leader of india is like feeds victory so Dionysus returns triumphant to Greece and ascends to the 12th god of Olympus, whatever. So the main reason that I don't like this story is it doesn't make sense. So Hinduism, <clears throat> Hinduism has been the main religion of India since around 1200 BC. So, like, even when Alexander the Great went to India in, like, 350 BC, they weren't, like, worshipping Roman or Greek gods. They were still worshipping their own gods. Like, they've been worshipping their gods since, like, 1200 BC. So this story doesn't make sense in any way, shape, or form because they've never worshipped these gods. And they had their own Dionysus-like character, which is Shiva. So... It doesn't make sense, but I wanted to include it because it's about him and some people might have heard about him conquering India or some shit. So that's why I included it. Um, that's apparently the end of my script. I have nothing else written <laughs> about Dionysus. Um, so, so yeah, that is the, the story of Dionysus, his like travel through infant, 
darkness. It, it, he was an infant for a while. <laughs> he was an infant for a while. Then he grew up. A whole bunch of stuff happened. And then his story kind of ends when he takes Ariadne to Mount Olympus and marries her and feeds her ambrosia and they live happily ever after. Happily ever after. <laughs> Don't give me a bottle and a half of wine. I apparently am really. It's so much fun. I should have grabbed my other bottle. <laughs> um. <laughs> that was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I told you his story will give you a migraine. There is so much going on, like rapid pace, but then like nothing at the same time. Like it's just a whole lot of him dealing with mortals who don't believe that he exists and shit, and then they just die. Well, yeah, it's not, not really a bad guy. His everything but... everything he does is like in retaliation to somebody else doing something to him. Like he's really not a bad guy. His story is like my story in retail. He get he essentially did all the I am the manager moment. <laughs> Karen demanding. I want to be chair manager. Hey, bitch. Yeah. That's him. I love it. That's Ryan Isis. He's beautiful. I love him. Oh, I wanted to send you a picture. Hold on. I want to show you this picture of Dionysus. Well, while you're sending that, I can go ahead and start the outro. It may take us 30 minutes to get through it. <laughs> so. Internet so, work. <laughs> so that, I guess, is the story of Dionysus. I feel like we need a cork board in the background with, like, pins and strings. To <laughs> detail his Red good. strings! <laughs> I and in true Dionysus fashion, this was told totally drunk on wine. I am so fucking drunk right now. <laughs> Next week is my episode, and I'm going to do it drunk, and it's going to be three stories from Brothers Grimm, which have alcohol in them, but isn't necessarily about alcohol. <laughs> what? I feel like that's cheating. So... There's not a lot of stories that I found that center around alcohol. I will say alcohol is sort of the start. Like, like it causes events to happen, if that makes sense. So oh, I thought okay. it was okay. Um, there's three stories I'll be covering, and one does involve cannibalism in true fucked up fable fashion. Woo! Cannibalism. So join us next week for that. Also, we are recording our very first episode for our other channel, which details more about history um, and sort of tackling some pop culture myths and setting the record straight. That channel is called That Didn't Happen. And our first episode doesn't even fit the theme of our new channel. <laughs> any pop culture Ref, like misunderstandings about it, but I just really like the topic. So the first episode is about self-made mummy. So I don't like that image. Ignore that image. I don't like it. It did it as a Pinterest pin, and I don't like it. So once the video is live, I'll throw it up in the cards. But until then, see you next week. Bye, Bye everybody. <laughs> and my drunk self.
Wow. I the moment that I stand up, I'm gonna be like, it's gonna be rough. 